K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Yo, welcome back to the one and only podcast dojo, baby. You know what it is. It's black on both sides. I'm one half your host, King Kunta 3X. And my other esteemed colleague, world renowned, locally known, universally accepted. I keep putting that out in the out in the I keep putting the energy out in the in the spirit realm so that it comes true. Mr. Be honest, what up, B? What's going on, man? What's going on? Man, man. Been rough out here on this West Coast. I know you saw that uh that uh they put Nipsey Hussle to rest. Yeah, I did. Uh, a few days ago. Saw that. Yeah, you know, it was a uh, talk about some, you know, that, what a way to go out. S- sold out Staples Center. Right. You know, uh everybody who was able seems of uh, you know, black celebrities made it there, but a lot for the most part it was a uh, it was kind of a West Coast thing, and and you know, you know, I just want to say this. I don't want to put this message out there because I don't know how you feel about it. But I just want to let everybody, all our listeners, know that as far as I'm concerned, the marathon continues. And uh, you know, if you don't know what that means, I encourage you to Google Nipsey Hussle and marathon and what that meant to him. But back back to this funeral though. So, uh, did you watch any of it, B? I did. I caught, well, you know, I, I was on live and I had it playing, but I couldn't really pay attention. I was working, but I would stop in from time to time. But I did go back and like fast forward and rewind to certain parts that I was, you know, interested in seeing. So I saw Lauren London. I saw Snoop. I saw um, a, a few more. I can't remember them offhand. They weren't, they weren't celebrities necessarily. They were just people who looked interesting. I think one of them may have been his brother. Did his brother speak? Yeah. Okay, black somebody, so, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, so I, there were celebrities in attendance that were not part of the program. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce were there. Of course. Um, the uh, Honorable Minister Farrakhan spoke. And I, that's, that's his message is probably the one, the one that stuck with me the second most. Did you happen to see Farrakhan speak? I didn't. I, 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 you know what? I was supposed to go back and watch that one, but I didn't yet. I'm going to tell you this. I, I have never seen... Minister Farrakhan, you know, like upset. Right, me either. That's about as close to upset as I think I've ever seen him. He was definitely so, he was definitely caught up. Yeah. Um and so I encourage listeners out there, that's one if you go back and watch the uh, celebration of Nipsey Hussle's life or or Myas Askadum, that's his real name. Uh check out the Farrakhan um portion of the program. And <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what. After him, they had Anthony Hamilton, and I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Farrakhan <laughs> was already, you know, in full Farrakhan mode. He was right. upset. I was upset. And then they brought that nigga Anthony Hamilton in. He's, you know, he, he took you straight straight to church. He sings with dust in his voice, so that that, that that dust comes right into your eyes when he sings. And then after he got after he was done with the song, this nigga started preaching. I was like, Oh no, <laughs> stop it! No, I'm not ready. And uh, and then after him, they had a Catholic priest uh, from um, Nipsey Hussle's uh, father's country come in. And I'll tell you what, whoever had the program didn't do him no favors. You do not want to be following Farrakhan 
with a with an A selection from Anthony Hamilton. He don't want to be you don't want to be next from the program after that. So <laughs> right. he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He did the best he could. Right. But he wasn't ready. Um now the person that affected me the most on the program was probably Lauren. Did you see her part you see her piece of it? Yeah, I saw her, her entire speech. Her entire thing. All right. I ain't asking you to agree with any of this shit. And, but for me, King Kunta, I mean, I just, as a people, I believe that we are a strong people. We can deal with a lot of shit. And, you know, Lauren got up there losing almost her everything. And at first it was rough, but she finished that shit like a G. Strong as hell, composed, made her point. It was it was solid. You know, and I'm not going to lie to you, before this happened, uh, before hearing her speak about this, just a few things she's leaked to the, to the, the few statements she's made in the, in the past week or so, I was concerned on whether or not she was going to keep up what she could have Nipsey's uh, work in the community, but I no longer have that concern. Right. You know, uh, she was very strong and, you know, Nipsey's, Nipsey Hussle's mom, did you, you see what his mom did uh, about early in the week about uh, well, her thoughts on Nipsey? Yeah, like she was saying that you know he he's um he his, he looked good, his skin was healthy, he smelled good, like he was in the right place when it happened. So you know there's nothing to be sad about because he's he's doing it. Well, and the first part of that was she also said he's now energy now. So all oh, right, you know he's no longer limited. He touches so many people now, and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna keep it all the way 100. It was never about the music. So mm-hmm. whenever you focus on his impact from the music standpoint, you're never going to get it. Right. It was never about the music. You know, he's in my top 10 because it's my fucking top 10. I get to pick who's in that. Eh. But it's not, it's not really about the music. Mm, he's not in the top 50. Well, he's in my, I said my top 50. Eh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm editing <laughs> your top 50. I'm editing your top 50. He's not in that. <laughs> We're taking him out. I'm taking him out of there for you. Don't embarrass well, yourself. Well, I'm putting him, I'm putting him in there. That's okay. You can have, you can have an asterisk. Because it ain't about the raps. It ain't about the raps. Truly not. Uh, it's not. You know, here's, and, you here's know, a crazy I'm part. I'm okay with that. Here's the crazy part, Kunta, is that I don't care. You know, I'm 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 a contrarian. That's who I am. Um, and to, I'm speaking now to all the contrarians, the skeptics, the haters, everybody who's who has something that's on that side. You know, like... Being a skeptic and a contrarian is not the same thing as being a hater, but I understand how somebody could lump them together. So I'm speaking to all of those people right now. I don't give a damn how you felt about Nipsey Hussle's music. I don't care how you felt about him as a man. I don't give a fuck how you feel about black people and activism. For that many people to stand up on that stage and just pour all that love into his name, some he was doing something right. Something was happening in, on a positive side. No matter what you want to think or say, it doesn't matter. The proof is was on that stage. It was just too many people. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I agree one hundred percent what you said. I, I I always believe that the true measure of a man's life it can sometimes be represented by what the people have to say once he's gone. Right. And you know, the, there hasn't. Aside from Kodak Black's dumbass, there really hasn't been a lot of negativity. You know, you've got some things on the fringe about, you know, his his the music, the content of the lyrical content of probably most of his body of work, you know, reflects 
gangster rap music. So that's, right. you know, that was one, that was one of his lanes. Right. But for the most part, other than Kodak Black, you really have not seen much negative. I know you are not going to like this, but you know, Kuta owns a CrossFit gym. So some of my people in my gym, I follow on social media and they're MAGA people. So they had some shit to say about, uh, Oh, wow. The funeral. Yeah, they had some shit to say. Wow. And I posted some shit in Slack where you got a black girl who's who's sitting by a police car that's been tagged at the funeral. Right. And the police officer's looking down at her with his hands out and she's flipping him off. I don't know what that shit's about. I don't. And I ain't trying to figure it out. That ain't really got nothing to do nothing. with this movement. Nothing at all. See, I think that Sounds fucked up, but would any of us who don't live in California really have an idea of what this movement was Nipsey was trying to continue with before his death? I don't know. I don't know. So whatever his platform was, it's like been, you know, as Pac would say, quintupled, quintropled, all of that. Right. And the thing about it is that this is mostly positive shit. So this is this is good. Right. Out of this tragedy, it, you know, there's a lot of positive energy in the world. And what we do with that, you know, I, myself, me, myself, <laughs> as for me, myself, I'm trying to figure out how I can give more back to my community. Right. Um, our podcast brother, Baylor the Great, a long time ago said we should support the supporters. And I say to say this, there's a Nipsey hustle in your neighborhood. Wherever the fuck you live. There is a Nipsey hustle there. If it, it might even be you. So, you know, let's let's try to do what we can, if I would say, you know, to try to support the people that try to that, you know, try to support positivity and and an improvement for us all. And I think that if you give a fuck about Nipsey, if you, you know, caught up in this wave of what he was doing, you know, you, there's something that each of us can do. You know, able one Nipsey. I ain't got Nipsey's platform. Able one, so Nipsey is Nipsey. You gotta be the best you you can be, and you know whatever that is. And so, anyway, it was, this was an event. Um, this was a life marker for me. You see that? What I put in the Slack room about you know life markers that yeah. I can think of. Yeah, I saw it. By the way, uh, you got, you said about the spaceship that crashed. That was like in what eighty six, something like that. Yeah, in the eighties, yeah, yeah. That was the Challenger. Oh, Challenger, uh, right? It was a black woman on it, though, right? Nah, you talk. Well, it was a uh, big. You know, that was that was this was an instance in the, in the early eighties uh, where a space shuttle exploded upon takeoff. Right. And in addition to the to the crew that lost their lives. What made it even more sad was they had sent up a teacher, Krista, I want to say, uh, Krista McCullough, maybe? I'm not that's sure. Not, that sounds right. That sounds right. They had sent up a teacher. I teaching thought, I was, I guess, a real job. I thought she was black, though. Maybe she's not. She wasn't black. Okay. Uh, and that, and so it just blew up. And that was a huge tragedy. Some other tragedies that I've, not tragedies, but events that I've experienced would be the OJ trial. Uh, LA riots. Um, you know what? Before Nipsey, I used to say Tupac and Biggie. Right, but that was different. Th- now, now we see that that's different, right? Don't we all agree that was different? That shit seems so trivial. Yeah, though, both for even even Tupac, 
even Tupac. Uh, Biggie was not an activist at all. So his was like always weird anyway. But I guess because he was linked to Tupac, we just said his name. Tupac yeah. was kind of a big deal. But now that this has happened, I don't think Tupac, he pales in comparison as far as the reach and the, the, out, the outpouring of love and just, you know, it's not the same. You know, I've said this uh, privately. I said the slack. I'm going to say it here. Nipsey was like the Tupac Tupac told us he was supposed to be. Tupac was really into activism uh, before he got shot the first time. After that, I don't really know of anything Tupac did to give back to the community after he got shot the first time. Do you? No, I don't. It was all thug life from there. Yeah, it's, it's like it kind of it's like it turned him like, you know, bitter with, you know, regarding to to black folk. Before that, see Pac had all of Pac was raised by former Black Panthers. Right. So Pac knew was educated in a way about, you know, you know, social justice, giving back to the community. He knew all about this and he was trying to do that. But when he got shot the first time in New York, uh, and then shortly after that he went and did that bid. He came, came out, you know, was no more social activism than I know of. You well, know, I'm, I'm maybe have to holler at Baylor and see if he knows of anything, but I don't know of any. Well, it's because somebody set him up. It may not have been Diddy and, and Big, but somebody set him up. It was obviously a setup, or at least co- colla- collaboration between a few people. Something happened, so I, I can understand why he would be bitter. No, no, I, you know, they so watching some of the documentaries on Pac. And he, he, someone said that a f- alleged friend that was close to Pac said that he never thought that another black person would shoot him, given all he'd done for the community. And, uh, and so he changed after that. I don't know if that was bullshit. Yeah. That was probably one of those horrible movies they made about his death. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. like the horrible music that was after his death. But, you know. Nah. I'm not going to go down that road. One thing Park was very good at was music. You don't got to take my word for it. It is what it is. So Nipsey and Park are gulfs apart, in my opinion, as yeah, far as music. Definitely, definitely. But just as far as Nipsey and Park are apart in music, Amias Askadom is that far away. Oh, let me rephrase. Tupac Amaru Shakur is that far away from a man, human, give back to the community perspective, uh, he's th- just that much farther away than Hermes Askadom. So Nipsey and Pac's cat- uh, catalogs won't compare. The impact of their music won't be the same. But Nipsey and Pac's works outside of music are just as far apart. Right. With Pac coming on the short end of the stick on that one. Right. Um, but one thing I always go back to, and one thing that I believe might actually be the case, Pac once said that he might not be the change, but he might spark the brain of someone who could be the change. I believe Nipsey is one of those kids that, that was sparked by some of the stuff Pac was saying. Yeah, I can I, I admit to that. Yeah, so either way, you know, I you know, I, I just, uh, did, you see, uh, did you see Snoop Dogg's uh, portion of the program? Yeah, I did. You know what I took from that? <laughs> Really, nigga? <laughs> That's what I took from that. <laughs> Which part was really? Uh, 
not the part talking to the, to Nipsey's mom or Nipsey's dad, but all that. I got you, cuz I got you. All that shit. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I, mean, I ain't really, I ain't really been to a ghetto funeral in a long time. So it was maybe his I'm time. Yeah, it was. Being, it was Snoop's time. You know, he's talking about. Yeah, I remember, I remember the dude brought me a mixtape. I was like, man, I want to hear that shit. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but but one of the things that Uncle Snoop said um, was about Nipsey's mom, and when she put that message out, how that made us who were still in mourning about Nips. I'm not going to lie to you, B. You know, I, I, this is probably one of the only people that I can remember in my almost 40 years on planet Earth that I mourned that's not related to me and I didn't know personally. And, you know, I think to myself, is, is this what it's like or what it was like when civil rights leaders were, were getting killed? Is that what it is? Because even when Pac died, I don't know. I was like in my, I was a teenager. I was sad. Right. But I wasn't crushed. I wasn't even in the country. So this to me was crushing. And so when his mom said what she said, that, you know, that made me feel better about everything. Right. And, uh, you know, his mom is, is, is a real cool person. And, you know, he had his father there, apparently, because that's what Uncle Snoop said, was that when he saw Nip, he'd see his dad, and his dad was there. And so, you know, Nip- Nipsey had some influences. Unfortunately, he was not fully able to escape the circumstances of his birth. Right. You know, that conspiracy stuff. Nip died at 33. The historical Jesus Christ, whoever that is, died at 33. Yeah, 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 whatever. Uh, you saw the one where they said that Nip uh, bears a striking resemblance to uh, Ali Selassie. You see that one? I didn't see that streets. one. I didn't see that one. But I mean, he is Eritrean or whatever, so that's the same area. Yeah. They kind of all yeah, look but, alike. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess, you know, Farrakhan said something that I'm that, that I don't know if I fully agree with that, but we'll see. Farrakhan likened Nipsey to rap music as Bob Marley to reggae. Huh, yeah. I heard that one. I didn't know I didn't know Farrakhan was the first person who said it. I heard that one and Well he said it in his portion of it. I don't know what I think about that. I gotta go back. I gotta go back and I gotta go back and watch his. But well, I think the different message in, in Bob Marley's voice was Bob Marley was I think it was it was his was more spiritual as whereas Nipsey's was more um like the manifestation of things. You know what I'm saying? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Uh, they're different. Yeah. But they're different. So hmm, let me do it this way. B, do you like reggae music? Uh, yeah, some of it. Do you think Bob Marley is a great, was a great reggae artist? I think Bob Marley made great songs. Okay. So I would say that Nipsey Hustle although I put him in my posthumous top 10 because I want to, you know, you are not listening to Nipsey Hussle because, you know, you're looking for bars or something. That's not not why you're looking. You're listening to Nipsey Hussle. Right. You're listening to Nipsey Hussle because there's something about either where he's from, what you've heard about him, or what do you think he represents? That's why you're listening to Nipsey Hussle. 
And I can attest to that because Jamie Mack from the No Nonsense Show sent me the Crenshaw album whenever that came out. It was a few years ago. And I listened to it for a second and I was like, eh, okay, he's okay. And put it down. I didn't listen to it again. And we're not, listeners, we're not trying to be disrespectful in any way, shape, or form. No, not at all. He's not well, an awful I think, artist. I think we have to understand yeah. is that Nipsey Hussle used music as a hustle. But that was not part of, that was not his, that was not the, the, the entirety of who he was or what he was trying to do. It was just yet another hustle, in my opinion. Right. So, you know, I kind of agree. You know, I'm on iTunes, uh, Nipsey Hussle's Instagram shot this out either yesterday or today. Um, he has the top five most streamed rap albums right now wow. on iTunes. Wow. And that's a blessing. I'm going to repeat this for those who didn't, maybe didn't hear the last time we were on. If you can think of nothing, if you don't know what you can do to immediately help Nipsey Hussle's family, you can turn his music on because he owned his masters. Yeah. That's an easy thing you can do. Yeah. Don't stop there, though. Figure out what you can do to bring some positivity to wherever you are. Right. But in any event, so he's got the, he's got the five top albums. And I'm, I was listening to Crenshaw earlier today. I'm not going to say you're wrong. Yeah. You know, I'm, you and I are a little bit different. I don't like to be critical of dead people, but I think that if we had uh, Hermias, or we able to talk to him, he would tell us that, you know, his message was bigger than just the music. I don't think I ever heard in any of the interviews him say he's top five or he's the best rap. I don't think he's ever said that. I don't even think he's ever implied that, honestly. No, just revenue stream. Yeah, I don't think he's ever. Matter of fact, if you really break down his music, most of the messages you're going to hear consistently is, I'm different. This is how I do this. I this is the best way for for that I think people should do this. It's never about, you know, bars, lyrics, you know. It's not never was about that. Um, it's just that that message is not prominent. If anything, he's more like Biggie Smalls and that, you know, his, his, his rap songs are really kind of to paint a picture for the most part. Right. He's just telling you, this is what happens where I'm from. This is what the things that I did because of where I'm from. Notwithstanding all that, I think you should do this. Right. But, but this is where I'm from. Right. So if things go bad, you know, I still have this aspect of me and you'll have to deal with it. But we don't have to do that. But if we do, well, yeah. Right. But so comparing that to Bob Marley and like I, like I said, you asked who I like reggae music, what I'm telling you is Bob Marley is far transcendent of reggae music when it comes to just music. We're not talking about his, his activism or his social, uh, edge. We're talking about, if we're talking about just the music, his songs transcend reggae. That's how great they are. Yeah, I don't think, you know, again, in my opinion, Nipsey Hussle's, you know, his legacy is not the music. Right. So I don't think he's, he would disagree. His legacy is not the music. Like, I don't necessarily know if there are going to be catalogs upon catalogs upon catalogs of things for us to listen to, like when Tupac died. I don't, right. I don't know if that's going to be there. I don't know how prolific Nipsey was at music because when he says prolific, it was that he wasn't talking about the music. Right. <laughs> he was talking about his works and grinding and getting out of, and improving his life, his family's life and his community life. 
that's what the prolific was about. It wasn't about I'm a prolific rapper. I got bars, top five, dead or alive. I saw one LP. Wrong dude. Short vision. So let me ask you a question. Let me let me let me ruffle some feathers. Let's say that the perfect documentary was made, and I'm not talking about just a documentary from some dude who didn't know either of them. I'm talking about the perfect documentary was made for both Bob Marley and for Nipsey Hussle. Who has the better documentary? Ooh, it's going to be Nip, man. Mmm, spicy. That's spicy. You know, you know why it's going to be Nipsey? Why? Because I'm not the right person to talk about this, to be honest with you. I'm an L.A. transplant. <laughs> And I'm going to say something, you know, if I'm wrong, listeners, feel free to correct me. But Nipsey taught a lot of gang members of different gangs how to earn money a different way. Which in turn led to collaborations and peaceful interactions that wouldn't normally have been there in the community. Another thing is that Nipsey improved his neighborhood and the lives of everyone there uh, in a real tangible way, not just an internal way. When you listen to Bob Marley's music, you know, it's a message of love and that's great on the inside. But if you still don't have a way to get, get food, that's a problem. True. Nipsey giving people jobs that are unemployable. Nipsey is teaching children. You go where Bob Marley is from today it's still very poor. Trenchtown Rock, Trenchtown, Jamaica, still a place you don't want to be. Right. Um, so, you know, in, in my opinion, Nip would have the better documentary because um, I just feel like he had a more tangible impact on people's lives out here in, in California. So let's find a place for him then. Okay, what if the perfect documentary for him or Muhammad Ali? Not gonna like this. Still Nipsey. Okay. Now I he helped he helped too many people. He yeah. just he just made ways for people who had no way. I mean, Muhammad Ali is still like Bob Marley. We can think about him and feel good on the inside. Right. Okay. What about Jim Brown? <laughs> I know you're gonna I know you hate that one because he was at the White House recently, but Jim Brown and you know. Jim Brown and Nipsey? Yeah, who are you picking? See, I don't know about this one now. Well, that's not fair because the man <laughs> died at 33. Okay, okay, okay. So well, I mean, we, Jim you, Brown had like a longer... You get the time you get, though, man. You get the time you get. If you ask me, Jim Brown had more time to make, make mistakes like the Trump visit. Yeah, but Jim Brown also had time to be the first at some things. And, you know, also the time that they were alive as well. Jim Brown was alive during a lot of the revolutionary period for black people. So he had the opportunity to, to be a part of things that Nipsey didn't. So, you know. you know, So I'm, I'm going to call it a push right now because it's inconclusive. Okay. I mean, it, it just is. It's inconclusive because Nip has touched a lot of lives that, in tangible ways that are, he's touched a lot of kids. Yeah. The STEM programs, there's just, he's done a lot in the amount of time that he had. Right. And so I don't know how this is going to shake out, but in any event, um, 
at, at black on both sides, we're going to keep it 100% honest. Nipsey's passing has forced me to really look into the things that he's done. And the loss keeps magnifying the more that I do that. It's like, you know, I know, I'm not asking you to co-sign this, but when he died, I knew primally, at a primal state, something terrible has happened out in my neck of the woods. This is bad, real bad. But when you really see all he was doing and the devastation, like, oh, this is terrible. And so that's kind of what I was dealing with from a grief standpoint until, you know, his mom said what she said about, you know, he's still with us. He's, he's now touching more people. And that's exactly what's happened. So we'll see, you know, we'll see how long people continue to want to honor his memory. Right. And, and we'll see. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you already. Name one nigga people done did this shit for. Can't do it. Even when Michael Jackson died, why did we watch the Michael Jackson funeral? Because we wanted to see the performances. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, so this, I mean, we'll, we'll see. And like, like you said, man, you know, I think he's supposed to send slack. How many more people do you need? You need more people. How many people do you need yeah. to say that this dude, good dude. Right. So, <laughs> um, but in any event, man, so, the, you know, like Lauren said, the marathon continues. I, I encourage listeners out there to support your supporters, find your local neighborhood nips, support them unless you are them. And if you, and if you are them, then keep doing what you're doing. Speaking of doing what you're doing, man, it's been a rough week for LA. We done took another loss. Luke Walton? Bob- no, Magic Johnson, man. Oh, I thought you were talking about Luke Walton. Magic Johnson said, you know what? She is. I'm Magic Johnson. Urban motherfucking Johnson. What am I doing fucking with these here scrubs and losers? <laughs> Wearing myself. Get my none HIV having forehead all wrinkly and shit. <laughs> I'm out this bitch. Magic Johnson pieced out to start the week. That's crazy. Yeah. I know, of course, hey, man, hey, listen, big fan of your daddy, but fuck you. I never liked you. Peace out. Wow. Basically, I, the sources say that the owner of the Lakers found out when we fucking found out Magic Johnson was done. That's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> fuck him. You ever, you, you ever seen a dude on IG who, who quit his Popeye's job on, on IG? That's how you're supposed to do it. Everybody's supposed to know at the same time. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> I don't even know what to make of this shit. My one of my one of my buddies is like, this is this is disrespectful. He quit. It's unforgivable. How could you do that? I'm like, what the Man, fuck do you mean? Fuck them. Baggins Johnson and had the the monster survive that. Surviving EJ Johnson. And you know, he's like every all these losses, the Lakers been been stacking up, and then they're not being able to make these these massive blockbuster trades. Right? You know who's who shit gets talked about other than LeBron, Magic Johnson. Hey, you know no, nobody says shit to Jerry West when he jumped over to the other side. He's on the other enemy. That's who the fuck she needs. Uh, the Lakers management need to hire. They need to go back up a Brinks truck to Jerry West. Like, hey, please fix our <laughs> shit. He like, nah, fuck you. I'm with the Clips. No, he's like, fuck yeah, I like the old man. You not so much. Right. Yeah, I, I knew you before you were twinkling in daddy's eye. Didn't right. like you then, don't like you now. Didn't like you, mammy, so no thanks. Yeah. But any, any of it, man, so that that was crazy, man. Been tough out here in L.A. And, they say you know, LeBron wants out. I don't know about that, but they say he wants out too. 
I don't know about that one because he didn't come out here thinking he was going to win shit soon. Right. The Lakers were terrible. It, coming here was not a basketball move. They got tired of shoveling, shoveling that snow in Cleveland. You know, he's got this. He should have went back to Miami, to be honest with you. No property tax, all that. That that would that should have been the move, but he didn't do that. So now he's got legacy problems. So no, he's going to have to try to fix this one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, um, so as we record here today on a Sunday, dude, Tiger Woods, man. I saw he was 11 under par before the day started. Nah, nigga won. Oh, shit, he won? Ooh. Fifth green jacket. <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. Isn't that the one? This is the one that they're trying to keep him from, right? I don't know about that. I just, he won winning shit. Nobody gave a fuck. He's no, like, but oh, I fuck think you, Tiger. Wasn't like Jack Nicholas's record something in. Uh, no, he's one behind. He's got one more behind Jack Nicholas. Okay, one more, one more, one more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so he's, yeah, so he's like, what was it? Listeners, I don't really fuck with golf like this unless I, Tiger Woods is winning shit. So yeah, I'm not looking this shit up. If you. You know, if you into golf and you know you want to correct it, holler at us. But I don't really give a fuck. I think he's like two to two or three behind Jack now for all time all time majors wins. Wow. So in theory, the shit could still be possible. Yeah, I, I was watching. Um, I was watching an interview last night, and he was saying that you know he's older now, so it takes him longer to get. He's gonna have to wake up a lot earlier, and it's you know it's difficult. But I think they pushed the, the the start time back a little late today, so it gave him time with his old ass. He's he's my age though. He's forty three. That's not just being old, man. He's got fucking he's got fucking horrific injuries. Yeah, he yeah. like broke his back and shit. Yeah, so we have to get him stretched out and get his back warm before he can even start. So he starts like four hours before before the first tee time. So he was already he was kind of like oh, I don't know, but he was eleven under. I didn't know he won the shit though. I haven't been paying attention to that. That's awesome. No, he won the shit. Oh shit, jackets <laughs> on. Yeah, he had the Stanford Cardinal red. So here's the deal. Here's how he did this shit. You remember when Tiger was married to a, a model-looking chick? A white chick, yeah. But she looked like a model. I guess. I never, I didn't, okay. Let's go with it. Uh, <laughs> you remember all those other bitches Tiger was sleeping with? Yeah. what did they look like? Regs. So you know what this nigga done did? <laughs> what did he do? He went back to the drawing board and said, you know what? What if I stick to one reg as my girl and my side chick at the same time. <laughs> two, Listeners, five, two fives make a Tiger nine. Woods' girlfriend, 2017, 2018. <laughs> Tell you what, be honest, you know, I don't mean no harm. As my late aunt who passed about three weeks ago said, I don't mean a bit of harm. I tell you what, that girl got a face for radio. She do. Two fives make a dime, King Kunta. Well, he don't got two of them. I think he got, I think he got, you know, a three and a half and a 4.1. <laughs> so um, he just needed one more then. Well, the 4.1 was for the body. The, th- the three and a half was for the face. Wow. It's like, really, Eldrick? I can't call you. T- but anyway, so he's, cra- he's, see, listeners, you got to know yourself. Knowledge of self. What holds us back? Lack of knowledge of self. Right. And Tiger said, you know what? I know what I'm supposed to have, but that's not what the heart wants. It's not. The heart wants regular, degular, unremarkable white women. Get that I'm shit. just gonna. I'm gonna find one. 
and I'm gonna make that one my buffet. So if he beats Jack Nicholas's record, can he? Is it? Is, I mean, you know, damn, give the man some credit. He 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 picked well. I guess, man. At what cost, though? I mean, man, she hella extra regular, like like almost subpar. Oh wow! Like be honest, if me and you were talking and walking. Like on a beach or a boardwalk, uh-huh. and we saw her walk by. No you attention. Know what we would do not pay attention. We would not. We keep doing what the fuck we was doing. <laughs> we even notice she walked by. Hey, did you guys know a woman walked by? But really, where? She's just unremarkable, forgettable. But you know what? Nigga knows himself. No knowledge of self. So, right. cheers, Eldrick Tiger Woods, hacking the code on himself. Is her name Erica Herman? Yeah, that's her. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, be honest, drop his white voice on you. You know how much you Oh, wow. No, it takes courage to do some shit like that. That nigga went all the way back and says, let me break this down. Oh, wow. He like, he fucking <laughs> matrixed himself. He, went, he, did the, he did his own mathematics. The magic is in the struggle, though, man. You know what I'm saying? It is. He was too rich. <laughs> he was too rich. He was too up there. He had to. He had to. He had to bring himself back down to get to the the funk of it. And you know what? He's not gonna get. He's not gonna pay for no cosmetic surgery either. She gonna have to keep them same no whips and <laughs> same. You know, she gonna have to keep all the OEM parts because she's the key. This nigga she's might not. not he might not lose again. He may not. He may not. All she got to do is put on a different wig and she can be all these unremarkable women he slept with for that entire run. She's every regular degla woman. It's all in her. Wow. (laughs) Anything you want done, baby? She does it mediocrely. Yeah, that is is wild. I wasn't expecting that. That's some mediocre shit, man. Yeah. Oh, well. Hey, Hey, I'm glad he did it, you know. All right, all right. Serious talk. We still claiming this nigga? Yeah. Who stopped? Well, when he started losing, I was like, "Well, oh come on, man! You got you can't." at me when you get your shit back. That's fucked up, man. We so we so we we use him to to throw, to stick our tongues out of all white people for years, and then when he starts losing, we just throw him to the side. No way. I've been supporting Tigers. I, support I can't be him. inspired by that shit. That's another nigga that I don't think gives back to any damn body not named Tiger Woods. He, he gives back by being himself, just being the one that's... That's be- that same shit MJ said. You buying that shit? No, yep. thank you, sir. I am. I am. That's what Barack Obama did, too. He well, no, 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 no. Black people. Who's, your, who's your favorite basketball player right now? Of all time? No, right now. Right now. Ugh. Uh, right now. Okay. Ugh. All right, nigga. Two two seasons ago, who was your favorite? Two seasons ago. Ugh. Uh, ugh. Um, and why? Ugh. Because the nigga he gives back. He's a great person. He's a great dude. That's Ooh, why. You talking about LeBron? Yeah. He's not my favorite, but uh, yes, LeBron gives back. He's a good guy. Tiger don't give back shit. Yeah, but so what though? It's not. Neither like, did MJ. I believe. What, I believe what Barkley said. Giving back. I believe what Barkley said. They are not role models. Got raise your goddamn kids. Don't rely on Tiger Woods to raise your kids. I am not going to let you do this on the same podcast. We don't talk about them uh, or miss. That's them going home. Different. Those are different people, man. Come on, man. I, you cannot hold role Tiger. Role models are doing shit. You Using can, your resources to uplift the community. You cannot hold Tiger to Nipsey's level of human. He can't spend 
all the money that he has now. And so he'd what? Have his shit to Ellen. He didn't. Ellen, he, he, he didn't. He didn't say when he was started playing golf. I'm doing this for the people. Nobody. He. That's something you have to just have inside you. I don't blame him for not being that guy. It's, imp- it's impossible for you to. And I liked it when he came out and said that he was white or Asian or whatever. Too. He's I not white, man. He's Asian. That's he's, what I meant. This is my mom. Tired Vietnamese. I don't. Know. I don't know, but he, I like that he said he he respects that part of him. I like that. Stop being a follower like the rest of these niggas. Everybody just want to. I'm not following Tiger nowhere with them extra reg- regular, regular, unremarkable white women that he's feds with. I'm not following him nowhere. Tiger, nowhere. I still support you. You're one of the greatest of all time. And because of that, that's what you've done. You I'll tell you what, when he go, I won't be in the state of Florida, wherever the fuck he makes his home. Uh, Fort Lauderdale or Orlando won't be in mourning for three weeks when he dies. No, of course you're not. Guarantee you that. Of course Neither not. Neither will the sports world. In news today, Tiger Woods died. Of course blah, not. Blah, blah, blah. Of course not. But you know what? That one argument you have with that white guy at the at the bar, and he's you know saying stuff, and then you like you know what? Well, Tiger Woods whooped y'all ass though, and you and he can't say shit. I guess, man. Yeah, he can't I say guess. shit. Just like Venus and Serena, they can't say shit. I I support Tiger for winning because Tiger is a person of color, and so for the for you know. Well, whoever comes afterwards, that will be somebody, an example to look at. So I will support him to that end. Exactly. What I will not support is unhealthy fascination with unremarkable, regular, regular white women. Yeah, that's irrelevant to me, though. I don't care who he has sex with. Whatever makes him win and keep keep climbing on that record, that's that's good for me. I think that that's why and that's cool. I'm, I'm supporting you, Tiger. Well, you know, team white skin, I guess. Yeah. Does Tiger does Tiger even count as team white? I don't even know. I don't think so. I don't he's, even he's know. A little darker. Too many questions. He's a little darker. Too many questions. Yeah. That's that Southeast Asian blood. Right. Earlier, I talked about uh, Matthew Johnson now having more time to hang out with, with EJ Johnson. Remember that? I did hear you mention that. Do you know that Dwayne Wade just played his last game a couple days ago? I do know that. You know, he's got this, his oldest son, Zaire, is balling out of control. He's like 16. He's like a top prospect. He's probably going to make it to the league. He's left-handed like his dad, too. Right. Yeah, but, you know, he has another son. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dirtbag, man. <laughs> what? You're fucking. That's why you're pausing because you know you're. I just said he has another son. <laughs> no, you didn't. You said he has another son. <laughs> you're such a dirtbag. Okay. No, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> he, he has another son who may carry on in his footsteps. <laughs> what the fashion? Which which was his name? Zion. <laughs> Him, Zion. Oh man, Zion's eleven. <laughs> You're such Zion a- recently <laughs> was on the catwalk. You're a dirtbag. Go ahead. Okay. Being fierce and serving looks <sighs> at eleven. <coughs> yeah, he was. It was natural. I mean, catwalk is fabulous. It's right. great. He is anyway, in, he is in Miami though. He's right there, center center stage. For- well, no, let's not jump ahead. So Zion. <laughs> Uh, Wade, uh, who's 11, uh, went on an outing recently with his stepmother, Gabrielle Union. Did you hear about this outing they went on? I did not hear about the outing, no. Well, they, you know, it was Pride 
it was an LGBTQ event. And oh, yay. 11 year old Zion and Gabrielle Union went out and they went to show support. Nothing wrong with that, right? Sure. Yeah. 100% behind that. You know, support those who need support. However, it was more than support because um, apparently uh, Zion decided to come out of the closet. <laughs> I don't agree with here's this. My, here's my problem Zion's 11. Right. That's why I don't agree with it. Why are we talking about a child's sexual preference at 11? Why are we doing this? Right. We need that same energy we had for R. Kelly. Yep. I mean, you know, so Zion is, is, came out as LGBTQ or I, and Dwayne Wade said that this is great or something to that effect. Basically, he made a Magic Johnson statement. You know, every time Magic Johnson is with EJ, Magic says how proud he is of him. I never, I've never noticed that. Do you believe that shit? Mm, proud? Well, it is proud. Remember, remember, pride, remember Magic pride and proud. was kissing Isaiah before his games. Well, you know, a lot of people have a, a lot of theories about the way Magic Johnson got AIDS, and it doesn't have anything I'm, to do with I'm vagina. Just, all I know for sure is that whenever Magic and Isaiah was about to tip it off, they were going to exchange kisses. The only way you get sugar in your tank is somebody puts it in there, and it could have been his dad who put it in there. I'm just, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those, you know, I was talking to my mom, who's a minister, about uh, LGBTQ people. Didn't go well. Did not go well. <laughs> Did not go well at all. She's still, she, she, she thinks it's a demon of some sort that infiltrates the womb. I think a lot of I, I think a like, lot of wow. women feel like that. Please lot, don't tell, please don't say this to anyone in the outside world. No, don't I think a that. lot of women feel like that. Or they're not necessarily a demon, but a lot of women are not with the shit. They play they play like they're all supportive, but nah, bro. A lot of women are not with that gay stuff. They're just not. Dudes like, have, so dudes I, have had so this I was like talking to my mom it. about people in our family that are LGBTQ or I. I don't know what the fuck the I is, but that's new. Yeah. And she, my mom had some weird story about how, uh, you know, they were either bisexual or something of that effect. I thought that was pretty strange. Yeah. I just here's just hoping my mom never finds herself on any type of news article or story. We should have her on the show. Away. Somebody's gay. I just hope that never happens. We should have her on the show. Nah. Well, she doesn't. She says you're vulgar, to be honest. I'm you not vulgar. You're vulgar. I am not vulgar. Speaking of which, did you see what I posted in the Slack room about uh, staying with the healing, the faith-based healing? You see, you see that image I posted in the Slack room, that, that, that video? Um, there's a pastor or a minister who's praying demons out of female private areas. I saw that back in the day. So he has a bottle of some sort of liquid. <laughs> He's spraying the uh, person's private area, and <laughs> they are purging those vaginal demons. Hmm. Hmm. Do these demons make her want to have sex, or they do something else? I assume that would be it. Why would we want to get rid of those? More importantly, how much do you pay these people to make do make all these no, to do this to go along with it? How much do you have to pay them? Is his name is his name Alfredo Bowman? What's the priest's name? We're not going to do that today. 
<laughs> what Beyonce is trying to do is he's trying to bring a conversation, a heated conversation we had in the Slack room about Dr. Sebi. Who, who is that? Doctor? There's no doctor. What are you talking about? I know the... I know the... Uh, the stage name, if you will, the calling right. card. Stage uh, name, good one. Of, good. Of, 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 no, of the artist no, formerly known as Dr. Sebi. Right. Um, and um, So this was Alfredo who did this. We're not doing this. He got a whole other podcast about this very topic. We're not doing it. Okay. So, okay. At the end of the day, <laughs> everybody's got a past. Okay. And you got to figure out who you want to believe and who you don't want to believe. And I think that Dipsy Hustle would encourage you, just as he did before he decided to bankroll a Dr. Sebi documentary, Nick Cannon, who has lupus and that's and may or may not be here long, who's now decided to pick up that, right. that documentary. They would encourage you to do your own research yeah, yeah. about Whatever it is you find, you know about Doctor Sebi, what he was teaching, right? The, the claims he made, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Have you ever seen that guy on TV who sells that prayer cloth? I'll do you one better. I own. Oh no! Two or three prayer cloths. No, I didn't buy them. They were given to me. <laughs> no. no. I don't know how. Oh my how, god! Yeah, you know, it's got my my grandmother sent me a pair, sent me some pair of cloths over the years. God, that guy is so rich because of y'all. No, I don't, no, these. <laughs> it's the same concept. I don't think she bought it from this guy. It's the same concept. Oh my god! And uh, but yeah, I, I I own I own a couple of pair of cloths. They, I don't necessarily know who they are right now, but I'm pretty sure they're you know they're doing what they do. <laughs> Have you ever cleaned up a spill with a prayer cloth? They're not really that big. Right. But I'm saying like, no, but I'm saying like, for instance, your uh, MacBook Pro, you know what I'm saying? Uh, You had a juice beside it or something and you had nothing else but the prayer cloth. You using a prayer cloth? Eh, How dusty we talking here? Dusty? I'm talking about a MacBook Pro and some liquid spilled in front of it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're using that prayer. You know how much it costs to fix a MacBook Pro? Wait a minute. Am, 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 I, am I doing something important? On the computer? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Your logic board is fried if you don't get if you don't get that. I may. I, I may use the prayer cloth for you definitely are. I I I, I might. I, I might would use the prayer cloth. Um because you know, cloth's right in the name. It's right there. Right. And and so clearly it can, you know, it probably is absorbent. (laughs) And, you know, we're talking about mystical, mythical, magical, spiritual properties. That's why it costs so much. I don't think my grandma bought these. But she did write my name on them in case, you know, there was any confusion, I guess, on my end. Oh, that's so sweet. It is. It is. Um... Long story short, so Dr. Sebi wasn't slinging prayer cloths. Find the real name of the uh, Elijah Muhammad. 
Uh, you can find the real name of the person that basically started the Nation of Islam. Jamie Foxx, you can find his real name too. Jamie Foxx. He's Eric Bishop. Yeah, from uh, yeah, Eric Bishop, yeah. yeah, yeah. We all got a pass, be honest. We all got a pass. I hear you. You know, Buddha. Buddha had a name? What's Buddha's name? Like Siddhartha Larry? Larry, Larry Thomas? Siddhartha Gutma. He was, you know, part of the aristocracy of that region of the world at the time. Mm, um, sounds like bullshit, too. Yep. You know, then you got, you know, Jesus Christ, probably not any of his names. Right. <laughs> the historical Jesus probably was a name Jesus. Certainly not Christ. Um, uh, might have been Cassius. I'm, I'm thinking that that sounds right. I think his name might have been Cassius. Cassius. All right, so who are we yeah. talking about then? You're, you're talking about somebody else, not Sabi. I thought you were talking about Sabi. Oh, Alfredo Bowman? Yeah. No, 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 no. You were talking about somebody before that, the, the church guy, who's spraying stuff on people's vaginal... Yeah, I don't know his name. I just thought, I mean, as, as a people, we got to stop doing this. It's either going to be in Africa or in uh, a black church in the South. We got to start, start using common sense and stop letting this stuff happen. Yeah. yeah. It's not all... Fuck it. These, evangel- these evangelical churches really got to stop letting anybody get up and say you're doing anything because nowadays people are recording. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Moving on, man. Um, you're not fooling me, to be honest. I know why we were recording earlier tonight, and I agree with it. Yeah, me too. I agree with it. I, re- I agree with you agreeing with me. <laughs> yeah. We're recording earlier today. It's not night yet. The sun's still up because. Dun dun da da dun dun da da dun dun da da dun dun. Game of Thrones. Mm, mm, so good. Can't wait. <laughs> You, you ready for them thrones, be honest? I am so ready, man. I am so ready. No, no, I don't know. Are you all the way caught up or no? No, no. I, I Okay, so at the end of last season, I went back and I watched all of season one through six. And I oh, stopped, you ready? And I stopped at seven. But no, no. The past three days, I watched all of seven. So I'm back again. Oh, man. I cannot wait, sir. <laughs> here's, what I, here's what I need. I need Tormund and... Brienne of Tarth, I need them. I I I need to go down. Yeah, they ain't got a date. Yeah, it's one night only. Yeah, that's got to happen. I need that. He deserves that. He's been through so much. Yeah. Gotta now happen. some people are rooting for Brienne and Jamie Lannister. Looking and but you know, nah. they you know I'm okay with that so long as my man Tormund gets his shot. Uh I don't know about that, but I do want to see Arya die. Thinking about it. Nah, man. Why you was here, die? Cause she didn't kill too many people. Yeah, she's kind of evil now. She's good. She's on the good side, but she's kind of evil. Like she's scared. She's scary. Yeah, she's a faceless person. Yeah, she got to go, man. Uh, she probably will. It's not only good for her survival. You know who I do not want to see on the Iron Throne? Sansa Stark. Oh hell no! But yeah, but she's the only real Stark. But a Stark's not important. Yeah, get you one of them Targinians, sir. Targaryens. <laughs> Targaryens. John the Targaryen, don't even know. I'm waiting for somebody to say, hey, man. Hey, I'm Hollis, Playboy. <laughs> man. Hmm. 
I know she's fine and all. I know she's fine. You like her, right? <laughs> good, too. Y'all did, oh, it was good, right? Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's your aunt. <laughs> Here's what Game of Thrones taught me. Is that I'm okay with some in, with some <laughs> incest, but not other incest. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> With, with John and Daenerys. Oh, wow. I'm not okay <laughs> with Cersei and Jamie. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> Wait, how far are they? One level? I'm good. Right. Wait, same level? No. 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 Stop it. Use the hose. <laughs> yeah, man, that's why we're recording early. I, I got to make sure that I have everything taken care of for the nobody. day. nobody as soon as you asked. Because I already saw you post early in the Slack about something. And then, and then, uh, as soon as you asked, I'm like, mm, I know uh, other part of it. You saw, I gave you an opportunity, ran right through it, and because of that, we will all hopefully be able to watch Game of Thrones in real time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, are we going to be giving spoilers away next week, or should we go in and warn people now? Or are we going to try to keep a, keep everything close to the chest? Fuck that! You like Game of Thrones? I like Game of Thrones. This is a podcast. We yeah. will talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm looking at it like this. It's one of the biggest events of our time. So if you don't watch it, that's kind of your problem. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Uh, but in any event, uh, let's... Uh... All right. So there are some actual pertinent shit that's happened. We're not really going to dive into it. Uh, for those who don't know, King Kuta actually has moved. He's in the process of moving, closing on a house. Technically, I guess I'm homeless. You, you smell kind of homeless. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, so I'm between house. I'm staying with relatives. That's why we, were, unfortunately, were not able to have a black on both sides last week. So let me just uh, hit the high points really quick. Uh, Ilhan Omar, you heard about her and what uh, your president and the GOP is is doing with her name and image. No, not recently. What happened? They're using that 9-11 stuff. They're using images of 9-11 and the Twin Towers uh, and uh, and her face. They're trying to clearly uh, incite their base to think that she somehow has any something to do with ISIS. Mm. Does she? So... Nigga. <sighs> What? No. No. Okay, but okay. What kind of fucking super spy would there be if they were so easily found out, though, right? So, like, if she really were part of ISIS, wouldn't it behoove her to kind of play under, like, play it under the line so that nobody would know? Otherwise, what would be the point? Well, the problem with Ilan Omar is that she's spoken her mind and gotten in trouble on a couple of things. She's made the, the Jewish-American community uh-huh. upset. Right. So you're saying... comments about APAC. So you're saying there's and no way possible she's ISIS. No, no. way possible. Oh, I don't, fuck, man. I don't know her like that. Exactly. I mean, exactly. So what you want me to say? I, <laughs> she's from Detroit, I believe. I don't know, man. There's a, a lot of sales in Detroit in the, in the Midwest, bro. It's a lot oh, of she, she look like Nips people from Africa, to be honest. So she looks like she might be Ethiopian. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But so Here's that, what I do know. You can't, you can't just be throwing 9-11 with one of a handful of Muslim congresswomen. Yeah, that's and so, so at the end of the day, what Trump is doing and his supporters 
they're essentially inciting their base to, I don't know what, but it's very dangerous. But what and happens if it comes Congresswoman out? Woman Washita Talib says that, you know, you're essentially putting this woman's life in jeopardy. And the New York Post read an article, same situation. Twin Towers, Ilhan Omar on the cover. It's like, what's going on? Yeah, that's wild. It is. That's wild. It's wild, it's reckless, but that's where we find our politics. So let me ask you a Speaking question. Of, let me ask you a question before we, move, before we move on. Let me ask you a question. So what is one to do if there ever is a situation where there is someone who happens to be Muslim and is part of Congress who is connected in some way? Do we, do we, are we safe around their name as well and it never comes out because we, we, can't, we don't want to offend anyone? Well, we do the same shit for uh, a uh, hand-picked president of our sworn enemy, Russia, so I don't see why not. Okay. Fair I'm just saying, got to keep that same energy, right? Fair enough. I mean, Julian Assange was recently arrested, or I recently was arrested in, in England. I Who's Julian Assange? WikiLeaks. No, he, well, he wasn't England, was it? I thought it was like Norway or something. But yeah, he came out it of might that. have been Sweden. He came out of the Ecuadorian embassy. Right. He had been living there the last seven years. And they finally put his uh, ass out. Because they refused to extradite him to the United States. During that seven years, there was a power change, a regime change in Ecuador. And as a result, um, they didn't get along. Basically, they evicted him. Basically said, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, at one point, he was actually even, they cut his internet. So in the embassy, they cut his internet. And he decided to sue them. <laughs> Let's think about this. So you're an internationally wanted man for uh, dispersing top secret information from the world's major governments. Right. These major governments want to put you under the prison forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, ever, after they've given you weird-ass interrogation and waterboarding. The only person standing in... The only line of defense between you and this shit is the country of Ecuador. And they cut your internet, and instead of going down to your local Walmart getting a, a cricket phone, cricket wireless, doing it yourself, you sue them? Yeah, That's not, some crazy shit. Not me, man. I'm quiet. That's some crazy shit. So, they actually had the last straw. Said, fuck it. You can come get him. And he drug his ass out. <laughs> he went in looking like a bun villain. He came out looking like a goddamn gray Jedi. He had like a beard and a man bun. And, oh, wow. And, you know, they're trying to say, well, you know, what has he really done? He's a journalist. Uh, the charge here in the United States is for conspiracy to uh, obtain top secret information. Uh, I forget the uh, person's name he worked with here in the United States to get it. This is specifically about not about um, Clinton's emails. This is about the 2010 Benghazi and everything that happened with that. I'm not going to go into that for brevity. Uh, but he had someone on the inside, a uh, military person, ironically, who was transsexual and transitioning, who uh, came in contact with information which uh, raised more questions than answers about the United States' role in allowing... Benghazi to happen, in which the United States Embassy and people that were on the embassy, uh, people were killed right. uh, without any uh, without any sort of uh, interference or help from the United States to ex ex you know to ex to get them out 
uh, of, of that embassy before uh, they were killed. A lot of questions. We still don't know the answers. We're never going to know it. And so this United States military person gave this information to Julian Assange. And so the argument is, well, isn't he just a journalist? And this is the free speech, freedom of the press. The counter argument is, well, no, because he's in a conspiracy to obtain this information. So uh, we'll see how it shakes out. Long story short, they're probably not sending him to the United States. So I guess it won't matter. Yeah, but you know how whenever you see that, that cop chase where the guy gets out of the car and runs and makes the cops sweat, when they catch that nigga, they beat his ass. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure he's still getting his ass beat. Yeah, they, but they're going to beat his ass. Because he just doesn't have United States secrets. He's releasing everybody's secrets. Everybody, everybody. Right. <laughs> right. What he does is whenever he gets anything that's top secret, right. he shoots it out. WikiLeaks. Yeah. That's back, back when your boy Trump was running, and they were talking about leaking Hillary Clinton's emails. Trump, on the campaign trail in 2016, says, I love WikiLeaks. You know what this fool said about three days ago? Fake news. I don't even know. I don't even know anything about WikiLeaks at all. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I love I'm it. like, nigga. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you, you don't even know who the fuck this is. You just it. said you love. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. I love it. Oh shit! Two years later, I don't know what WikiLeaks is. What is that? I don't even know. Like, what? Which one do you believe? I believe the new one. Nah, man. That's why Roger Stone is sitting is is about to go to jail. He was giving information to WikiLeaks over these emails from Hillary. Nah, man. I believe I think, the new one. I think that maybe Trump at this stage may really believe he doesn't know who they are. So I, I think there's clearly something wrong with Donald Trump, to be honest with you. We're going to be honest. I think there's something clearly wrong with him. Maybe what he's saying is he doesn't know. Like, he thought he knew him, but he doesn't. Like, like based off of the new information I have, I don't even know I don't even know them. Like, I don't know that's them anymore. Mariah Carey, that's some Mariah Carey shit. I don't, I, I don't know her. Who is that? I don't know her. But uh, it's, it's crazy, man. We'll see how it shakes out. You know, um, even though he uh, Julian Assange may not be extra... Uh, Extradited to the United States, he still has other secrets. He still has acted against other governments, including Great Britain. And we'll see what happens. Um, so that happened. And what else did your president do? Ah, uh, yeah. Be honest, you know what a sanctuary uh, city is? Sanctuary, sanctuary city. city. Is that where something where immigrants can come and yeah. open open arms? Basically, more or less. More so yes than no. Okay. For example, Los Angeles is a sanctuary uh, city. All right. So Donald Trump apparently had this plan with all these immigrants that are, that are now overflowing at the southern border. He was trying to release them in sanctuary cities throughout the United States to punish them. <laughs> Let me make this perfectly clear. This asshole, that's the current president, was trying to weaponize immigrants just to win an argument point. What do you think about that? What do you think about taking families seeking asylum and purposefully releasing them throughout the country to punish um, sanctuary cities who don't agree with the immigration policies? What do you think about that? 
All fair? All fair in love of war. That's what I thought you'd say. Weaponizing immigrants. That's what Donald Trump's doing. Ah, weaponizing. Eh, come on, man. That's a, that's a, that's a harsh term for what happened. What, what would you call it, then? Uh, you, you give me a term. What would you call it? What would you call taking an immigrant family seeking asylum in Texas, El Paso, at the border? Here's what I say it is. And dumping them, <clears throat> flying them I got Los it. Angeles and dumping them. I already got it. Here's what it is, okay? Your teenager comes home one night from a party high and drunk. So, most parents would be like, you know what, you're wrong, go, you're grounded, go to your room forever, or whatever, right? No, but you say, you know what, I got it, you want to get drunk, you want to get high, okay, come on, come in the room with me. You pull out all the liquor and all the weed, and you make them smoke and drink, and you get them drunk, and you get them as high as they possibly can, until the next day, they have alcohol poisoning, and they're too high, they can't come down, and they're just sick, and they're like, you know what, I don't ever want alcohol or weed again, and that's what, that's what this is to me. That's not weaponizing weed or alcohol. That's just, you're showing somebody, you're giving them more, way more than they wanted so they get sick of it. Who are you trying to get sick of it? You're trying to have the sanctuary city get sick of, yes. of the immigrant yeah. issue? You, or are you, you trying to have the immigrant say, you know what? No, 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 no. The, the city. You're like, you said you want them. Here they are. All of them. All at once. Do something. Now, now tell me how, how easy this is, you, the plan you guys have. Let's see how this really works on a, on a large scale. Because that sanctuary city isn't, doesn't take the brunt of everything. But imagine if, if, if you got a chance firsthand to see how impactful it is to have all these immigrants come into the country at one time. Cool. We're bringing them all to you. Show us how you handle this because you guys got it figured out. Show us how you handle it. Unfortunately, it violates several international human rights laws, including some here in the United States. And he was told he couldn't do that. This is also in the week in which Donald Trump has cleaned house of the Department of Homeland Security. Get rid of him. Who's, for the most part, has been trying to enact illegally Trump's whims to regarding immigrants in the, in the southern border. And, uh, and so, you know, we'll see what happens. I think, uh, you know, this week it also came out that Trump told the head of one of these uh, departments that, hey, if you, get, <laughs> if you get arrested, I'll just pardon you yeah. for human rights violations. Yeah. This is where we are in this country right now. This is, we you know, this is, this is, this is, this is our real life Game of Thrones, and it's not very entertaining. Eric, um, Eric Holder said that's what the LAPD told him too. Did I do it? You know what? Did I do it? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do you know, it. When you, uh, you know, when you first said that, you know what? What face flashed in my head? <laughs> what face? <laughs> Eric Holder. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, the, the attorney you don't know general. Who that is? The attorney general Eric Holder. That's shitty, cuz man. Yeah, yeah. I saw something in the Slack room that his brother committed suicide. I haven't seen it verified anywhere. I don't know why his brother would do such a thing, but um, oh, yeah. by the way, Shitty Cuz is being represented by Chris Darden, apparently yeah. pro bono. Yeah, nothing to see here. All normal. Move along. Yep, yep. Anyway, man. So I, I'm 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 solidly against weaponizing immigrant families seeking asylum. Doesn't really seem to be you know be American value in any way, shape, or form. You know who I think really, really, really projects an image of American values? Besides Donald Trump, you mean? Let me see. Um, Crazy Joe Biden. Oh, please. Really? Why? That's a good reason. That's a good question. Why? Well, I thought, you know, with President Obama, the first black president, best buddy, best pile, best pile, uh, pile, Wow, pal, P-A-L, best pal. 
you know, him considering Stacey Abrams as a running mate for his 2020 presidential bid. You ever wonder what Joe Biden was doing in the 60s? Uh, weed. No. Women, no. We're not women and weed? He wasn't doing weed. Well, maybe he was, but he was fighting against this little thing called desegregation of schools. Hmm. Very nice. Who? Joe Biden. Not Joe Biden. Yes, Joe Biden. <laughs> he was fighting against busing uh, back in the, in the late uh, 60s after Brown v. Board uh, when schools were forced to desegregate. They were busing of children from certain neighbor, ethnic neighborhoods to where the certain other schools were <laughs> nice. to, uh, to integrate the schools. And yet Joe you're, Biden you're still a liberal. was uh, against all that. You're still a liberal, because even though... Me? Yeah, you. You're still a liberal, even though at, at all the all the stuff you hear about these crazy fucking Democrats, you're still a liberal. That's what's amazing to me. I'm not a liberal. I just think we should. I think we should support um, Representative Ilhan Omar. I think that that you know, anti-Muslim um, Islamophobia is a bad thing because I was always taught that in this country, it doesn't matter what religion you are. That's what the isn't that what the founding fathers said? I think he said it don't matter what religion you are as long as it's Christian. Yeah, that what the founding fathers say. There, lo- there are lots of religions the sla- within Christianity. The slave, o- the slave owners. Yeah, so all had slaves. Every last one of them. So Biden was against having little black kids and little white kids go to school together. That's amazing. He was, he was efforting segregationists. Those are people in support of segregation to figure <laughs> out. How to combat this busing. Next thing you know, you got black kids being friends with white kids. Yep. Little Sally's pregnant by a nigger. Here's what I'm going to say. Just like Tiger Woods. People change. Like Dr. Sebi. People change. (laughs) The Alfredos, the Eldridges, people change. Some people change, and some people make a lot of change, like as in money. Dr. Sebi, I'm talking to you, sir. No, you're not. He's dead. But, uh, or is he? Um, I don't know, man. People change. I think it's unfortunate that, uh, that these facts come out about Crazy Joe, but at the same time, you know, people have a past. If you're going to be a career politician that long entrenched in it, you know, you're going to be there as social attitudes towards certain shit changes. So I got a question for you, Kunta. So why is it bad for Joe Biden to be about segregation, but not bad for Louis Farrakhan to be about segregation? They're, they're, they're preaching the same message. I think Farrakhan's current, the Honorable Minister Farrakhan's current position is based on um, life after deseg- uh, desegregation and the effects that it actually had on the community okay. with regard to um, the current makeup of black communities and and black schools and public schools and inner city schools and what that actually were we got okay. after that. Um, whereas Joe Biden at the time was right, you know, still... Motivated by, you know, keep everything separate because it's not equal. You do realize that people from a distance 
that aren't black probably wouldn't see the difference in those two things, right? Or is that just... Is I that, do, but that's, okay. what's, that's why, you know, that's why these issues are, are not black and white and they're nuanced. That's the why the whole term... That's the whole reason for the purpose of the term nuance. There are nuances to this. Right. That, you know, you have to immerse yourself in to see. So I believe, without doing any research on it, because I don't need to, because the Joe Biden I've known for the last... Publicly for the last... 12 years is not somebody who'd be for segregation. Right. I can, you know, at at one point the democratic party, which you accused me of being like, you know, liberal of, they were not the party of, uh, of, of, of anti-slavery. It was the Republican party. Right. So I get it. But at the same time, you know, we're still segregated. We just find different ways of doing it. Yeah. But any event, man, so so Crazy Joe got a pass. Everybody's got a pass. You know, today's enemy may be tomorrow's friend. And to put a bow on this, this also ties to the Nipsey Hussle legacy. Um, maybe we should stop judging people on where they are right now and give them an opportunity to grow. Maybe. Tough. That, tough, that tough requires to somebody to be very big and forgiving. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I really don't think today's Joe Biden is the same as that Joe Biden back in the 60s, but I could be wrong. What about Northam? Is he the same Northam as he was back in the day? Coon Man? Yeah. It's funny how these how these, how these things jump jump for the, the bad when you start bringing everybody and trying to give everybody the same the same shake. Yeah, but I mean, would you want to be judged on who you were or who you are? I think anybody who's willing to moonwalk at a press conference in 2019, an older white dude, should be given a second chance. What about that person's wife who puts uh, cotton in the hands of black (laughs) children who so happen to find themselves walking through the governor's mansion and then asking them, could you imagine being a slave? (laughs) I'm sorry, it's not funny at all. I'm laughing because it's so fucking awful, but... It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, wow. By the way, uh, happy birthday to The Matrix. You ever, you ever watched the movie The Matrix? Of course. That was my first DVD ever. So I, I assume you liked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, th- th- that story is the entire thing. Uh, some say created by a black woman, but very good story. Yeah, uh, I think to me, I always liked it because I felt it had a lot of deep, deeper meanings that could be found if one really, you know, tried to look for them. Did, um, did you know that it's? That I, it's did you know that it's tied to the Terminator story as well? They're kind of related. How so? That this part of the same story. I, you'd have to do do your own research. I don't remember. It's been a while since I since I Terminator. I yes, the Terminator series, and the 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 Matrix series. They're they're all part of the same story. They're different parts of the same story. If you say so, man, I'll I'll look into that. I'd never heard that. Yes, I, I could be I could be crazy wacko off the off the edge here, but I think that I read that a long time okay, ago. Okay, man, I've never heard that. I'll take a look. Only thing I've heard is that there was the the black woman who said she created created the premise in a book whose name I forget. And the only other book that was compared to was a Japanese anime called, or manga called Ghost in the Shell. Right. And I saw that. That was whack, though. Um, You know, I'm sure 
you wouldn't like it because it's animated, but why not? Well, I, no, I you know what? Cool. To be fair, I saw the Scarlett Johansson version, so it's probably not. It's probably watered down and stupid. Uh, the only watered down part is they used a white woman and be an Asian woman. That was about it. Oh, okay. Everything yeah, else seemed to be pretty, pretty close. Okay, it was whack then. Yeah, it was, yeah, I could see why you would think that. <laughs> um, but in any event, so yeah, it turns 20. You know, I would encourage you listeners to check out The Matrix. It's a trilogy, but that shit just got weird. Like the, like the second movie was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden the movie stops. You're like, wait, what? You remember that? The second, the second, the second movie to The Matrix, it just stopped abruptly. Yeah. I'm yeah, that was crazy. It was like, so you're not going to advance any critical storylines. You just wanted me to give you another 12 bucks. Okay. <laughs> and then the third movie was like, is this nigga Jesus? Right. <laughs> but the first one, though, the first one's really great. After that, it gets crazy. Uh, so it turns 20. You know, I personally, I like to think the Matrix. I got an A on a paper I wrote in a philosophy class uh, on the Matrix. I was able to compare that shit to Plato's Theory of the Cave. A plus. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Very good. Very Kunta was a scholar. I didn't know that. He used to be. Okay. And back in my and back in my, I was I was a lot different. I'm not I'm not who I used to be. Okay. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if I I don't know if I Joe Biden this or if I'm like Tiger Woods from like two years ago. Tiger Woods two years ago. You wouldn't want to be him. That's what I'm saying. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure which direction I'm trending. He was still pretty fucking rich, though, so you might want to be him. Ah, but people openly mocked him to his face. Yeah, but do you give a shit if you got that much money? Kind of sort of. We used to be in the man around there. I get it. Said, Move get your it. ass, Tiger. I'm trying to play through. <laughs> right, I get it. <laughs> All right, fuck you. What? <laughs> yeah, so, but in any event, uh, happy tappy birthday, Matrix. Uh, do yourself a favor and go watch John Wick. You like John that's Wick? That's a that's a better way to see Keanu now. You like John Wick? I thought it was okay. I don't, mm. Yeah, it was, no, it's not. It's not deep on any level oh, okay. at all. Oh, gotcha, it's gotcha, just gotcha, about okay. action and mindless action. Like, oh yeah, cool. Why? Look, killed his dog. Yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, did I tell you about uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures getting rebooted? Why? I don't have the answers, B. <laughs> oh, my God. That was an awful movie. More importantly, what the fuck has non-Keanu been doing this entire time? Oh, wow. Nothing, I don't think. I don't remember ever seeing him ever like, again. Like, do you even act? <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you going to remember how to do this shit? Oh, no, no. Wait a minute. It's going to be them again? Yes. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. When I said reboot, you thought I meant a whole new. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, Keanu and the other dude. No, 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 no. I'm not here for it. I don't want to see that shit. It's like, Keanu, fuck, man. You're not making enough money off this John Wick trilogy? What's going on, dude? No, 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 no. No, thank you. I'll pass. I think I'm going to watch it. To me, Bill and Tanner, it was that movie where it was so bad that people. They, they, they hated on it for so long. They made fun of it for so long that then they were like, you know what, though? 
it's kind of cool. And so because it was so bad, people started thinking it was cool. It's like a cult classic. And so then it became like it just went down in the annals of history based off of how bad it was and how much people liked it, even though it was bad. So I guess you're going to tell me you were not a fan of the cartoon? I didn't realize there was one. There was. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was more of the same. Wow. <laughs> Time traveling, phone booth, et cetera. It was so bad that they created a Saturday Night Live skit, Wayne's World, kind of, that was kind of like a spinoff of it. That was, was it? Re- that was bad, too. Wasn't it? Wasn't the Wayne's World kind of like Bill and I don't believe those are related, man. Oh, God. They're both awful, don't, though. Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Those things are not related. Okay. <laughs> but now that you mention it, I think I could take a little Wayne's World reboot. Uh, didn't that Michael Myers? Michael Myers and Dana Carvey. At least you know who both of those people are still. I know who Keanu is. But you don't know the other guy. What's his name? I don't fucking know, and I don't <laughs> care enough to look up, look it up because I'm 100% sure he hasn't been doing shit. How bad is that dude going to look? Excellent, excellent Adventure Part 2. How bad is that dude going to look? He's going to look bad. I have a feeling. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think he got rich off Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventures 1 through 2, and the very limited run of the cartoon series. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think he's been eaten, so to speak. <laughs> he'll look really bad. Or maybe he'll be preserved because of that. Keanu has all of that surgery and shit on his face. This guy's going to be what, a regular if you, guy. If you look at him, he looks kind of like what you would think. Remember the MTV show Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. He looks like a human um, Beavis is what he looks like. Yeah, I, I can see that. It's like, wow. Another show that sucked. Uh, no. You like Beavis and Butthead? It's not highbrow stuff. It's really not. It's not. You know, what, what, <sighs> hey, I was a teenager, God. coming home from school, long day of work, thinking hard. I just want to <laughs> knock <laughs> Hey, hey. See? What? <laughs> That's how that dude sounded, man. <laughs> oh, like, I think you should, like, uh, pump your brakes. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> pump your brakes, goddammit. It's a goddamn institution. <laughs> It was excellent. <laughs> wow. That's Beavis and Butthead. No, be- listeners, do not watch Beavis and Butthead. Wow. There are far better things to expend brain cells on. So you're not just an anime nerd. You're just a nerd. <laughs> Says the band nerd. Whatever. One time at band camp. Okay, whatever, man. I was American dr- Pie. I was a fine. drum major, though. <laughs> drum majors get pussy. Sure. If you'd like, I do, man. I don't know. I don't know what, what band you saw, but high stepping dancing bands, the drum major gets pussy. Like I said, Zone Six and you and band. Zone Six, College College Park, and you and band. Okay, sir. All right, drum line. Go to hey, HBCU, uh, Dallas, Austin. Go to HBCU and see if the drum major don't get pussy. That's not what we talking about. We talking about high school. Yeah, but I mean, my high school was a dancing high school. We were those high stepping type drum uh, uh, band. We weren't like that that core style Middle Texas shit that you're probably used to seeing. (sighs) We never played any of that bullshit. We played shit like Cool in the Gang and and uh, uh, Young Jock, and you know what I'm saying. That's the kind of shit we played. I'm sorry. All I heard was American Pie. (laughs) <laughs> Any of that, man. <laughs> Listeners, your boy King Kunta is displaced. You know, we wanted to give you something because we had to miss last week. Uh, I'm still displaced. So we're not at full capacity on Kunta's side yet. Hang in there with us. Maybe another week of this, and we'll be, and maybe I will have a home, a permanent home. Um, but I appreciate you hanging there with us. 
politics stuff still going on. We'll have deeper dives later, but right now I'm very limited. I want to thank Bionis for working with me. I'm going to apologize if our sound quality is off today. Uh, I'm on a Wi-Fi, not my own. Right. So, yeah, but in any event, you know, that, that's all I have for today. Uh, Bionis ain't got no schism. Nope. It's a great, uh, it's a great day it's for a mixed, of- mixed race Americans. Tiger Woods is back on the prowl. He's won. That's fifth green jacket. GOT comes out tonight. GOT comes out tonight. I'm I'm in a, I'm in a good place. Listeners, I'm gonna tell you, we talking about Game of Thrones. So if you watch, if you listen to Black on Both Sides regularly, you ask better watch better watch Game of Thrones. You better watch it coming. tonight. You better watch it between now and next Monday, not this Monday. Tomorrow, I ain't but... saying spoiler ever. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> it's black on both sides. Nothing is black and white.